0: You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey,
1: good morning. Thank you for joining us. I'm Emilio Despirito, and we are. The Spirito Team, and this is the Spirito Team Real Estate Show. We're recording remotely today. Uh, as iHeartRadio said, that they don't want extra people in the studio. We completely understand, and we are here, and we're going to be talking uh, very much so about how the coronavirus is affecting real estate here in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and throughout the country. So we've got on some great guests today. This is your show for everything real estate. We're talking about buying, selling, investing, what to do in turbulent times. We're going to go ahead and give you guys uh, and and girls what you need to know to stay safe out there, to keep your investments safe, and to make sure, you know, that you have the right information. It's not all about panic mode. It's all good. We know that churches are closed. We know that churches are limited. It's okay. We're going to get through this time, we've got some great guests on the show today, Again, I'm Emilio Dispirito. I run the Dispirito team, and uh, this is your show every Sunday at 10 a.m. And in the studio with us today, we have uh, a friend of mine as well as a mentor uh, and also the broker-owner of HomeSmart Professionals and the last last year's president of the Rhode Island Association of Realtors, Dean DeTonnencourt. Dean, welcome. Thank you. Thank show. you. You're very welcome. be here. Glad to have you. You know, Dean, and I feel like I wanted to bring you on, and I appreciate you coming on with such a short notice because there's a lot of buyers, sellers, investors, agents out there, people, mortgage people, and they really need a global spectrum of this, okay? So I wanted to make this show. I wanted I wanted people to see it from 30,000 feet, okay, and I feel like you've got that view, and I know you're involved with all the different boards, involved on na- with, the, with the National Association of Realtors. And I really want to pick your brain on this topic, on coronavirus and the effects on real estate. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Well, you know, when you look at overall, everyone's affected at this point? Mm -hmm. You know, ultimately, it's our role in the industry to make sure that we're educating the consumer. Mm -hmm. So when we look at everything that the Rhode Island Association of Realtors is doing to make sure that our members are informed, when our members are informed, the consumer remains informed. So Mm -hmm. ultimately, what is the message? You know, what is happening out there? There is no secret that this pandemic is affecting the real estate industry. The question is, is it affecting it in only a negative way? Mm-hmm. The bottom line is health and safety for everyone. Mm-hmm. People's jobs are affected. When you look at the closures of, of in the state, throughout the state, in, in different, um, you know, uh, economic sectors, restaurants, what have you, Ultimately, people are, if they're not collecting an income, they're going to be affected. If they're already in a transaction to purchase or to sell, they could be affected. There are some positives with the effects as well when you look at the interest rates while they're changing on a regular basis. And we should talk about that because there's confusion in the marketplace with the interest rates. But there are some positives that are happening in the marketplace as well. So uh, we need to be mindful, first of all, what is the safety? What are the measures to take for people's safety? And we should talk about that first with with showing open houses, what's happening out there in the market. And you, you would know firsthand with what your team is experiencing at your open houses and how you're shifting your methodologies to show properties.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You brought up a lot of great things, Dean, and one of them being that there's people that are probably going to miss current payments on stuff because they're going to be out of work. So there's going to be a gap in income and there might be a gap, a glitch on their credit reports. But from what I can see, and, and I don't think anything has passed yet for this, and it may I'm not sure if it has to go through Congress or what type of consumer boards or whatever, but I feel like they're not going to penalize people for this at that time. Right. I feel like that if it, if you have a blip in your credit and your credit takes a hike, I'm talking a few months down the road when those people are ready to buy or whatever, I just I feel like there's going to be a certain level of forgiveness there. Um, I also feel like we shouldn't panic. I feel like it shouldn't be all doom and gloom. There's a ton of opportunity out there right now, and I do want to talk about that with buyers and also sellers too because there's different things happening. With the very low levels of inventory we've been talking about, that's a very real thing. There's always going to be people that are going to need to buy. You've got people that are relocating. You've got people that are downsizing. You've got people that are upsizing because the house that they live in just isn't functional for them anymore. So you have a lot of things happening. And even in the worst of times, Dean, uh, I'm talking 2008, 2009, there were still thousands and thousands, I think eight or 9,000 home sales in Rhode Island, okay? So, um, you know, to... To go back to safe, I guess safe handling, if you want to call it that, sure. precautions. What my team and several other uh, real estate agents have been doing around the state, I think it's fantastic. Is we've been leveraging technology. This is technology that we've had. This is technology that we use on a daily basis, but we're now educating the consumer to use
0: it. Right. Right. In real estate, it's all about the human interaction. Let's call it what it is. While, while the Internet allows for access to information, yep. people take that information and then seek a professional. They meet with a professional. They see information on the property. They see it online, mm-hmm. and then they go tour the property. It's always that next step. We can't change the human interaction of real estate. You know, although information is readily available, there still needs to be that connection. Yeah, A lot of folks are utilizing virtual tours, virtual uh, walkthroughs of properties, but at the same time, are people truly going to only buy off that virtual walkthrough? It does happen across the country. I don't know that we see it as much here in our local marketplace because people need to feel, see, touch it. that behind a camera, you know? So so we still need that interaction, which now trickles down to what are we doing to protect the consumer when they're coming into people's homes? Sellers have have deferred showings on their properties. They don't want people coming through their homes. Mm -hmm. People have lessened their viewings of, of properties and have limited only now to rather than just browsing they're being more selective at the homes that they're looking at. So sellers have an advantage in that respect because buyers are only looking at homes that truly meet their criteria and not just curious shopping. Yeah. But, we, you know, this past week we've had open houses that still had over 20 parties to oh, the open house. Crazy. It's not that people aren't looking at homes. So so sellers who are saying, you know, I, I, I want to take my house off the market, it should only be because of their concern for their own safety. They need to decide for themselves the end of the day, buyers are still buying. Contracts are still being written. So, homes are selling and, dip, to your point earlier, inventory is down. But inventory remains down because of the turnover in the marketplace. You know, so it's not, inventory isn't down because the market's stagnant. Inventory is down because of the high turnover oh, sure. of the inventory that's out there as well as the new inventory that's entering the market. So, home sales continue. It's not stagnant.
1: You know, when we're looking active and what is pending, there's just as many pending homes as there are active and the market absorption rate. So basically the amount of time where if there was, if we sold whatever's on the market, where there'd be nothing else to sell is under two months from what I see. Still this crazy time. Okay. So, um, you're right on with, with what you're saying there, Dean. And, uh, I appreciate that take as well. There are buyers right now that are still taking advantage of this, especially, um, you know, I think people that aren't affected by the disease, uh, by the virus, as much as maybe, as maybe others. So there's different uh, age groups of people that are affected and not affected by the virus, okay? And uh, I, I think that maybe those buyers are out there in more full force from what we see because they have less to
0: be worried about. That's right. And there are many that still have the uncertainty, Will I have a job. When will I go back to work? It's one thing to call in, you know, to to sign up to collect while you're out of work, but the uncertainty of when you're going back to work to afford that new mortgage payment, yeah. you know, you know that we have to understand those concerns. So some folks, because of that uncertainty, if they're affected in that way because of with their employment, then we have to accept and understand, and quite frankly, counsel them with that concern. That concern is valid to them. Not everyone is in a position to take advantage of the market, you know, if they're affected directly with their employment. 100%.
1: If you're just joining us, this is the Spirido Team Real Estate Show. We're here talking about buying, selling, investing, and getting through turbulent times in the real estate market. Right now, the big topic and the big talk is coronavirus and how it's affecting real estate, the industry, and and actually you know, how it's affecting America as a whole. I mean, we've never seen anything quite like this. And we really don't know the effects of all these closures until, you know, we're weeks or months into this thing. Um, You know, the one thing that I want to mention to our listeners is, look, don't panic. Don't make foolish decisions. Don't undersell your property to those guys that are contacting you with those brochures. We'll buy cash right now. and Listen, we can still sell homes at top dollar. It may take a little bit longer, okay? It may be until April or May or June or July that we're out of this thing. We don't know. But don't make fast decisions. If you're in a spot where you feel you need to sell your home quickly, don't settle those cash buyers or anybody until you speak with a local, reputable realtor, okay? Okay? This is why we have the show. We want to educate the consumers. We want to educate real estate agents. We want to educate everybody on this so that they're not making me turn around and feel awful a couple months later. You could be leaving $10,000, $20,000, 30000 $100,000 on the table by making an impulse decision. Okay? And we're seeing it all over the place.
0: Well, we're seeing mixed messages. Ultimately, everyone's reporting on that segment of the economy that affects them. And and it's hard for the consumer to decipher what is real. Yep. And and more so than that, because all of it may be real, but what's real to them? Yep. One of the biggest confusions out, out the past few days especially is the federal funds rate. Oh, yep. Okay. You know, there is talk in the marketplace that the rate is down near zero. Yep. And consumers need to understand that that interest rate that is changing, and that is near zero, is the rate at which banks borrow money. Exactly. It's not the mortgage interest rates. The mortgage interest rates, you know, just last week I saw somebody lock in at a fifteen-year refinance at two point eight five. Oh yeah, I saw one of my yeah. clients do it too. But but two days later, the rate jumped to four and a half. Yeah, you know, and then back down in the threes. So it is volatile, and it, you know, you've got to watch it, and you've got to be careful. But but at the end of the day, it's not those rates that are going down near zero. How, how many lenders out there are getting calls, I saw the rates are down near zero, I want to refinance. So, you know, please realize that the interest rate that's being marketed, or at least discussed, is the rate at which banks borrow money. Yeah, definitely.
1: And a couple of quick things, too. I'm going to talk about the rate real quick before we head to a commercial. Um, but uh, before that, if you have any questions, I want you to know that our hotline is open and we're taking calls. If you get our voicemail, leave a message. I will get back to you. It's 401-233. Oh, my God, I forgot our phone number. It's, this is so funny. It's, I can't believe I forgot our
0: Well, you don't call yourself cell phone. call my
1: cell phone. Forget the hotline. It's 401-359-2338. Bear with me. Our phones are ringing. It's 401-359-2338. We're going to give you a call after the show. And uh, feel free, again, leave a message, 401-359-2338. Um, but, Dean, real quick, um, we were talking You're talking about the rates and uh, the mis- the misinformation out there. Yeah, think about it like this. If you are within, and Barry Habib he's a, Big-time economist. We're going to be talking about him later on the yes. show with Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. If you are able to get a quarter of a point, or a half of a point, or even a point within the lowest rates in human history,
0: you are winning. Yes, you are absolutely winning. We've been in a winning market for quite some time. That's sad. so. So to sit there and wait for it to get any better how how can it get any better when rates are at four or below four and you know, how can it get any better than that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that it can, but we've got a
1: great show ahead of us today. So much content to cover. Um, stay tuned. We're going to be back. Dean's Zaton in court with HomeSmart Professionals. And, Dean, thank you so much for this lovely studio uh, you're letting us use today. This is at the new HomeSmart Professionals location, 100 Quaker Lane in Warwick, Rhode Island. It's a fantastic, nicest real estate office I've ever been into. Awesome. I mean you. that. You're welcome. And uh, thank you for your expertise
0: here. Thanks for having me. Glad to help
1: as well. Awesome. So stay tuned. We've got a great show ahead of us. Like I said, we've got Matthew Bates with Bluebird Mortgage coming on the show. We're going to be talking about interest rates, where they're going, if right now is a time where you should be buying, shouldn't be buying. It's all going to pertain to you personally. But we've got a lot of data to cover. We're excited to be here with you. Don't panic. We're going to get through this. Stay tuned. This is. Spirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM, and streaming on WHJJ iHeart Radio.
0: This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, org. Now, back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Hey, thank you for joining us. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. Now, we are recording remotely today. Uh, iHeartRadio has shut down their studios and they've asked us to record remotely. Everybody think, seems to be, uh, you know, everything seems to be changing right now with the coronavirus, and you know, I can just say we appreciate everybody working together to make sure of the overall health and safety of the public. So, again, I'm Emilio Despirtu, and I sell real estate full time here in Rhode Island, and I'm here to talk with you about the pros, the cons, everything that's going on right now. And we had a fantastic show uh, leading up to this, and I think this segment's going to be awesome as well. We have Matthew Bates with Movement Mortgage. He is a loan originator, and he's going to be talking about mortgage rates, okay? Things are happening out there. There's a lot of questions that consumers have, and we aim to answer those questions. Now, if you have questions for us, you can call our off-air number, and that is 401-359-2338. If you're curious how this is going to affect you as a seller, as a buyer, or anything at all, call us. We can do a consultation over the phone or video uh, you know, on, on the computer or on our phones. There's so much technology out there. Uh, we have ways of doing real estate without even having to show properties right now. We'll get into it a little bit on uh, this next segment, but I want to welcome our guest, Matthew Bates. Matt, thank you so much for being here with us today, sir.
2: You got it. You got it. Happy Sunday, everybody. Hope everybody's healthy and uh, and safe. Uh, it's pretty crazy right now, and it's it's something that I, uh, I we, none of us really saw it coming. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: and I mean so these things happen from t- yeah, and the coronavirus. I mean these things happen. Uh, you know, not, not coronavirus, but things happen, and we need to work together and. Figure out solutions and and we are. And as a country, I'm pretty impressed at the fact of how I see people in public working together. Um, And I appreciate that. And of course, you're always going to have those people that go overboard. There's a lot of fear out there. Our goal with this show is to minimize the amount of fear that you may have with your real estate. And Matt, before we jump into uh, interest rates, because I have some questions for you and I'm sure you have some stuff you want to talk about. I want to tell our listeners, and if this is your first time listening, okay, I want you to know that you have resources out there. If you are in a situation where you are panicking and you are out of work and you are afraid of not making your mortgage payments, or you are in a situation where you're getting ready to purchase your home and you are not able to make credit card payments or whatever because you are out of work, I want you to know that there's going to be solutions that are going to be coming Uh, to you. I am absolutely sure of that. I know that the federal government and all sorts of agencies are working together so that this blip on the screen shouldn't be an issue, okay? And one other thing for sellers, don't fire sale your property, okay? Don't just sell your home or your investment for a low price to somebody because you are nervous. You don't have to do that. We can still get you top dollar. There's still a lot of buyers out there. We have ways around doing this. So if you are looking to sell or looking to buy, call us, 401-359-2338. We will help you through this, okay? We've got agents working in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island, and all across the country. We can help you out. Don't panic. Talk with an agent, whether it's somebody on my team or somebody else locally, first. All right, Matt, with Movement Mortgage. Yes, sir. Uh, again, thank you for being here with us, Matt. A lot of people have seen that the the, the federal government. Uh, I'm sorry, the Federal Reserve. They uh, held an emergency meeting 48 hours ahead of what they should have, so they held it on Sunday via video conference. Instead of meeting on the two on last Tuesday, rates have dropped down between zero to 025 percent, and your phone has been ringing with this question: Matt, why isn't my rate zero? When are rates going to hit zero? Can you talk about this real quick and what's go, what's actually really going on?
2: Okay, so the rate the Fed's did cut that rate. That is a true story. That is not fake news. They, uh, they definitely cut the rate from zero, uh, 0 to 0%, between 0% and 025 And what that means is they've, they've cut the rate on the federal, the federal uh, interest rates, which is what banks lend to each other on a short-term basis. So it has really mm-hmm. no direct uh, implication to mortgage rates or mortgage-backed securities. And, and, and sometimes, in certain situations, the rate can actually go up after a decision like this from the, from the Fed. And um, some, and and most recently, well, th- from day to day, each rate sheet has been drastically different, and that's gone up and down, and it's and it's a day by day, sometimes hour by hour change that's happening sure. right now, based off of news, breaking news, and, and and the effects of this coronavirus and how it impacts the economy and whether people are. Are going to work or not, and, and where the stock markets are moving. I mean, the Dow's down like almost three thousand points right now, and it's it's just been it's been a, one of the craziest roller coaster rides as far as real uh, interest rates is concerned. And um, when when this first when when countries started to shut down, when when Italy started to shut down, and and when China started to get um, uh, uh, shut down, and, and now the United States is thinking about shutting down. Whenever, when that started to happen, and especially in Europe, it was about last week, the rates plummeted. They just went right down. I mean, I was locking in 30-year mortgages for FHA mortgages at, at 2.875, I think, was the lowest one that I locked in at. Conventional mortgages were in the low threes, 3%, 3.125, three and a quarter. I mean, these are really, really, really low interest rates for the mortgages that are going down. And what it, what it did is it caused an enormous amount of applications to come in for refinances because suddenly people saw an opportunity to save a lot of money on interest especially if your rates started with the a four a four and a quarter four and a mm-hmm. half five percent i mean all of a sudden you're looking at uh, three or four hundred dollars worth of savings and interest rates so everybody saw that opportunity within 24 hours of each other and they all applied uh, they called their financial advisors they talked called their mortgage advisors and it was just a massive influx of business. I mean, we're talking about three, up three or four hundred percent in applications in just one day. Um, oh and, yeah. And and it and, and it caused the banks to get overloaded. And we we just we, there's not we're not big enough. Ironically, these big banks are not big enough to handle everybody in America refinancing on the same day. <laughs> it's just not. So. It's not a feasible situation. Uh, go ahead.
1: You're you're correct. Matt, yeah, can I just uh, interject with something? Yeah. I, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to cut you off, but I have to tell our listeners something. So uh, according to Barry Habib, who is one of the top economists in the country when it comes to mortgages and understanding the markets and whatnot, he runs MBS Highway. Um, according to Barry Habib, he said that there were, throughout the year, banks and mortgages in the United States can write up to approximately $3 trillion worth of mortgages. Between what you are talking about with the massive amount of people calling in to refinance and purchase homes, between that time period over the past couple of the weeks through the projected next couple of weeks, if there was not coronavirus, there would have been over $5 trillion. Dollars worth of mortgages basically the banks wouldn't even be able to write the amount of loans for people that were looking for them this is what I understand understood from the interview I saw with Barry Habib with MBS Highway if you're not following him you should definitely follow him online Matt I know you do um, and uh, I just thought that blew my mind okay it's, over the course my, of the year
2: it's mind blowing it's for me too man
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So you, I mean, so you guys, your phone is ringing off the hook. I'm sure, but go ahead.
2: Off, off the hook. I've already gotten three phone calls since I've been on the radio show asking people, people asking me about the refinances and and basically what what the, what this all means and 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 how like why we don't follow the the Fed rate cut is now as a combative approach. Mortgage companies have padded the interest rates to stop the the application process and To stop people yep. from applying to save money, and and if in and, and and what that means, and in, in, in my advice to anybody that's listening is 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 to be prepared with your mortgage advisor to be able to do a refinance. You can't call anybody up, me, nobody, in this rate environment. I mean, you could have in the past, and we're probably going to get back to that point of view, but currently, yeah, you can't call somebody up today, apply today, and lock in a rate today. You have to be in a position yeah. to be able to lock. So you have to apply and you have to get all your finances in order and you have to get the application out of the way with a floating rate lock so that way you're in a position to lock as soon as the rates get into a position where you save the goal amount of money. So, like, if you have a 4% interest rate and you want, and your, your goal rate is 3.25, apply now, float the rate, and then wait until you're at a 3.25. If it doesn't happen, then everything stays the same. But if it does happen, yeah. you've now gotten all of the processing out of the way. So that way, you, all you have to do is go in and whoever the loan officer is has to go in and click a button. and Now you're locked in. Um, with the refinances, there, there's no pressure of a purchase and sales agreement. There's no uh, closing date that you have to, you have to aim towards. You you're, you're right. already own the house. You're, you're already there. So you, you can take your time with these issues and uh, this, these, these situations. And you can you can you can move you can strategically you can put yourself in a better position if you work with your advisor. This is not a time to shop for rates. You do not shop for rates right now. You don't call multiple different banks and get the best rate because they're all low. They're all low. You just need yeah. to work with somebody that's got your 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 um, who who you're you're their priority. That's who you want to work with. Whoever you know. You know that whether it's a person that helps you buy the house, if you had a really awesome experience, or maybe it's somebody that you mm-hmm. know, like a friend or a family member that did just got done doing a refinance, that highly recommends somebody. That's who you work with, and you put yourself in a strategic pers- uh, position with that person. You will be brushed off to the side if you start to shop. This not the time to shop at all. This is a yeah. time to get prepared yeah. with somebody and then lock in when you're when you get to your goal interest rate because it's going to happen. There, we're all. Incredibly 100%. low rate. Now, now, now we padded those. The, the banks padded those interest rates to get through the influx of business. That three or four hundred percent of application that increased on that last Monday mm-hmm. or whatever. Once we get through that, they'll lower the, 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 the rates again. So that way, with more applications and we can help more people. We just need to stagger it so that way um, we're not, you know, making promises that we can't deliver on because we're not operationally prepared to be able to handle that much business. So that's cool, what's Absolutely. going on right now, and everybody that I talk to is like, "Apply, let me put the numbers together, let's float the rate, so that way we can see where it's at when it makes sense. We lock, and then now you're in a better position, and you've taken a, a, you've taken advantage of this amazing opportunity to lower your interest rate, given all the terribleness that's going on right now with viruses. Yeah, and, Matt, and, you know the economy. Matt, and, I've got another.
1: Go I've got another a, a question for you in regards to recording deeds in a second, but hey, if you're just tuning in. This is the Desperado Team Real Estate show. We're talking about buying, selling and investing in real estate through the good times and the turbulent times. Now everybody is talking about coronavirus and how, you know, the Fed's has slashed they have slashed the rates. So if you're tuning in, if you've missed this segment, I urge you to go on to our Facebook page facebook.com backslash dispirito team. okay you can Google that as well. We're going to pop up. I want you to watch this video, educate yourself on this. You should also check out the segment between myself and Dean deton in court, the past president of the Rhode Island Association of Realtors. we're talking about buying and selling in this time. and if you have any questions, I want you to call me on my direct phone number 401359. 2338. Don't panic. Let's make informed decisions. Either we wait it out or we sell or buy right now, depending on your situation. We're going to talk you through it and you're going to go through it. We can do it virtually. We can uh, do safe practices if you are in person shopping or selling real estate. We have ways to do this, okay? As professionals, we want you to talk with us first. 401 three five nine two three three eight. Let me know as well if you need any help on the mortgage end or legal end or anywhere. We've got people like Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage here with us talking about us. Now Matt, let's quickly, we've got about a minute left. There are talks of towns closing down, the town halls and whatnot. What is going to happen with the recording of deeds? Is there going to be a gap insurance? Is there going to be, how are we going to ensure that the closings that are pending are going to be able to take place so that people can take advantage of the rates that they had or so that people can ensure to close on their new properties or the homes that they are selling?
2: So, what I, what I, from all the attorney uh, partners that I've been, uh, that we've been closing with, we're uh, all pretty mm-hmm. much on the same page. That is, uh, we're going to continue as business as usual, as if okay. uh, nothing's going on um, right now. It depends on the municipality. I know in Providence, for example, they have uh, they're accepting uh, paperwork delivered to the uh, there's a there's a, a drop off box uh, at the town hall that's already established. Where you're not allowed, you okay. can't get into the town hall, but you can deliver the paperwork through the drop box. And that's on Tuesdays okay. and Thursdays. And then I know that all my attorney relationships that I have, they're all uh, providing gap insurance. So uh, that, is, that is available for um, anybody that... Can you explain like, that, we, that we close. a little bit? Well, gap insurance is, is uh, from the time that you close on the property from the time that it gets recorded, that gap, is however long that is. Typically, we like to, yep. on a, especially on a purchase transaction, we like to close and then record the mortgage, and the paperwork that day or the next, the very next morning. But with this gap, sure. with this gap of uh, when you can record, there's a time frame where the recording isn't happening right after the closing, and that's where uh, this gap insurance comes into play. And um, it's uh, it's an important insurance, and it's important to know that you're you're covered and you're and you're safe. And you know, Definitely. not a lot of things like happen. After, you know, it's not like you buy a house and it burns down the next day. And it's like a very worst-case scenario, <laughs> and doesn't, I've never even actually heard that before. But when it happens, yep. it's not a good thing. You want to make sure so, that you're properly covered as far as that.
1: So I want our listeners to know that this gap insurance is a huge thing out in New York City, okay? So in New York City, they get, on a daily basis, they get bombarded with so many closings where they are actually six months out from recording in many cases. Okay. So they have this gap insurance in place so that people can still close on their property and move forward and uh and and not have any kind of risk associated with that. So um so that's that's important for the public to know. Now we are like fresh out of time, Matt. Listen to our, our audience, okay? If this is your first time tuning in, I want you to stay with us on Sundays at 10 a.m. I know we got a lot of people that are uh, usually at church right now. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Emilio Despirito. We have Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage here with us. Any questions at all, 401-359-2338. Again, 401-359-2338. Give us a call. We'll walk you through whatever it is, questions. We'll guide you through the process. Matt Bates, Movement Mortgage. Matt, thank you so much for being here with us. Um, and, and, uh, have a good rest of your week.
0: Now back to the Dispirito team real estate show on news radio, 920 and one Oh four seven FM also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Hey, good morning. I'm Emilio Dispirito. This is the Dispirito team real estate show, your show all about real estate, buying, selling, investing, and getting through the best and the worst times. Everyone's talking about, uh, you know, this coronavirus thing, and if you missed the earlier parts of the show, I want you to go on our Facebook page because we had a fantastic guest from the uh, Rhode Island Association of Realtors, the past president, Dean DeTonincourt. I want you to go to Facebook.com backslash Dispirito Team, and I want you to watch that video and educate yourself on it. We are going to get through this. But in the meantime, guys, it's all about community, right? And we know there are a lot of wonderful, positive things happening. And one of those things is the yearly Man and Woman of the Year event through the LLS. Fantastic organization. And I'm really excited that we have Carmela Barras on the line with us. And she is running for Woman of the Year right now. Carmela What an awesome thing you are doing. Welcome to uh, the show.
3: Good morning. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Good morning. It's a pleasure. So this is quite the undertaking. Now, you have the job of raising money for this wonderful organization. Can you tell us quickly a little bit about LLS and then about why you chose to do this?
3: Sure. Uh, The Leukemia Lymphoma Society is an organization that helps with um, things that your medical insurance doesn't, whether it's outreach or having you know patient informational um, centers to go to, but it's also something that helps, which I'm so passionate about. It's um, outpatient copays for medication mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, and so I, you, you're right, it is um, a, quite an undertaking. And the reason why I'm running this year is uh, in 2004, uh, my children's biological mother passed away of acute myeloid uh, leukemia, and uh, that my children were three and six when their mom passed away. So um, because of the unfortunate passing of her, I have taken on their mother role. I I did marry their dad and um, took on the role of being their mother, and uh, got to experience all the mother things, all the joys, all, you know, the frustrations, and I wouldn't have changed it for anything. And I Mm -hmm. I want to honor her memory uh, by doing this um, as a way uh, of honoring uh, her memory and celebrating her life.
1: Wow, that is amazing. That's quite the story. So now every year LLF selects people, they nominate people to be the man or woman of the year, So now you were nominated, which I think is fantastic. Congratulations, and we're totally behind you. Um, What is your goal? How much money are you looking to raise this year?
3: My goal is $50,000, which is a very high uh, goal. But uh, if I raise that $50,000, or I should say when I raise that $50,000, they'll put a research grant in her name. So that means everything to me. Uh, Winning is not the importance here. The importance here is to have a research grant put in her name.
1: Carmella, that is such a beautiful thing. Now, if somebody wants to donate to you and your your campaign specifically, I know there's a website link. We're going to put it on Facebook, okay, with your video that we're doing. However, how do they get to you now? Is there a cell phone or a text or easy Way online. What's the
3: easiest way? Well, I appreciate you, you know, mentioning that because in the midst of this coronavirus, these uh, blood cancer patients and their families go through this quarantine and you know um, mm-hmm. issues every day, and um, you know people don't talk about the approximate 156 people daily that die of blood cancer. So I appreciate oh, you mentioning that, and, and I don't want to downplay the severity of the coronavirus. But I want to help these patients, and so they can easily text me. I have no problems sharing my cell phone. It's 401-837-0201, and I can send the link. Um, they can Venmo me, look up, Bar- uh, 401-837-0201 zero
1: two zero one. One more time for good measure.
3: Yes. 401 zero 201
1: zero Every single week we have on a special guest. It's Jennifer Jaber with RIBlogger.com. Now Riblogger.com is the best place to go if you're looking for places to dine and events. However, we're taking a little bit of a different approach this week. We want you to get outdoors. We want you to get in nature and enjoy. So Jen's going to talk about the five best places to hike in Rhode Island. This is RI Bloggers' top five places to hike in Rhode Island. Jennifer, go ahead. Take it away.
4: Okay, thanks. Um, just a quick cool. note: these are family-friendly hikes, so they're not—you know—they're—they're they're easy to moderate. So you should be able to do it with mm-hmm. all ages. Um, The Florence Sutherland Fort and Richard Knight Fort Nature Refuge in North Smithfield is open from sunrise to sunset. It's an easy to moderate trail. Um, It'll delight bikers and hikers alike. It's a 235-acre property. It includes three beautiful ponds and, of course, tons and tons of wildlife. The Fisher Brook Wildlife Refuge is in Exeter. Um, It's a great five-mile hike that is also easy to moderate and open sunrise to sunset. It's Audubon's largest property and contains a wide variety of habitat, um, including beach forest, cedar swamps, ponds, streams. Um, so that's another beautiful place to go. There's also a historic cemetery on the property. The East Bay Scenic Walk and Bike Path. Um, the East Bay Bike Path is the first multi-town bike path in Rhode Island. It travels 14 and a half miles from India Point Park in Providence to Independence Park in Bristol. Um, so it follows the Narragansett Bay. It's beautiful. You can bike, you can hike, you can walk, you can run, you can do whatever you want. Um, the Maxwell Mays Wildlife Refuge is in Coventry off Victory Highway. Um, the late artist Maxwell Mays donated over 295 acres of diverse habitat to the Audubon Society. The property offers upland forest, wetland, stream. Um, the 11-acre car pond is situated within the refuge. And again, that's easy to moderate. And last but not least, the Powder Mill Ledges Wildlife Refuge in Smithfield is a 25, sorry, two and a half easy to moderate hike over 100 acres in a natural habitat. Um, it offers deep woodlands, interesting rock outcroppings. And um, the location is also the Audubon Society's headquarters. So they have, um, you know, hikes, lectures, programs, which I'm sure are all on a brief pause right now. But But nature is not on this pause. So make sure to get outside, boost your immune system. And um going on family exactly. walks and, walk and
1: hikes. The sun is shining. It's all good, guys. Everything is gonna be okay. Things are gonna turn back to normal. Jennifer Jaber with Riblogger.com. If you haven't been to that website, make sure to check it out. It's riblogger.com. Jen, thanks so much for being here with us every single week. I'd like to thank our listeners very much for being here and listening. If this is your first time tuning in again,
0: I can cut that out, and then we can just just start from your outro. right,
1: awesome. Great. Hey, if this has been your first time tuning in, I'm Emilio Disperito, and this is the Disperito Team Real Estate Show Weekly. We are sharing real real estate insights with you, and through turbulent times, you want to make the right decisions. I want you to go ahead and leverage my network of local professionals to walk you through it, regardless if it's divorce, if it's uh, attorney, uh, things you need an attorney for, if it's financial items, if it's electrical, if it's, whatever it is, I've got a network full of professionals. And of course, if you're looking to buy, sell, refinance, whatever it is, call me, 401-359-2338. I'd like to thank Matthew Bates with Movement Mortgage for being here with us today. I'd also like to thank Dean Court the broker owner of HomeSmart Professionals, as well as the past president of the Rhode Island Association of Realtors, as well as a member of the National Association of Realtors for being here with us today, talking about what to do when buying or selling in this market, and uh, Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com, as well as um, uh, Carmela, who is running for the LLS Woman of the Year. Now, again, if you have missed any of this, check out facebook.com backslash Team. You can see uh, videos of our segments as well as, uh, you know, SoundCloud um, uh, podcast as well. So we hope to have you back here again next week. I'm Emilio Despirito. God bless you. Stay safe. Make sure to take care of your neighbors and anybody else in need. Run to the store for friends that need prescriptions, that need food. If you are healthy, take care of each other. We're here for you as well. Thank you very much. Enjoy your week.